Welcome back to Life's a Garden. It's June 14th, 2021, which means today is officially one year since starting the podcast. We're celebrating our one year anniversary, baby. Episode 53, which makes this officially season two of Life's a Garden. can't believe it. We made it to one full year. It doesn't even feel like it, honestly. Like, it, it flew by. I want to thank everybody who has listened, whether it was from the beginning or you, you've come in just now. Thank you all for making this happen. Um, there's no point in me doing this if there's nobody listening to it. So first and foremost, I want to thank everybody. And, uh, man, I can't believe we did it together. We've done this and we've, it's, it's one year. So I'm going to crack open a cold one here and cheers to all of you. Cheers to the life's a garden podcast Here's to another year of podcasting. One year since we choked on chicken, guys. Awesome. Um, since this is officially season two, I uh, wanted to run through some stats for for the year, for what we've accomplished in this in this first year. So, here, here we go. We've done 52 episodes. Uh, we have 72 subscribers on YouTube. Not exactly the number I was hoping for. So, if you wouldn't mind, if you haven't yet, please subscribe. Let's get those numbers up. Let's boost it for the second season. Going into the second year. Let's get that number up. 72, though. So for you 72 who did subscribe, thank you very much. I do appreciate it, of course. Um, in total, for the YouTube views, we've done 2,370 views on YouTube. In 52 episodes, 2,370 episodes. Or views, I mean. That's awesome. That's huge. That's insane. Uh, with the audio listens, I've gotten uh, 857 audio plays. So those combined total up to 3,227 um, total listens. That's insane. 3,227 people, well, not people, but times <laughs> my dumbass voice has been listened to. <laughs> That's striking. Uh, let's see here. On the YouTube channel. This kind of hurts my heart just a tad. This is great, but it also hurts my heart a little bit. We've done... We have a 99% like ratio. 99% uh, likes on on YouTube. It would have been 100, but... I don't know who. 
someone gave us a thumbs down, a dislike on the 50th episode, which I thought was awesome. I thought that was a great episode. This is one with my brother and my sister, and I make them eat a bunch of garbage. Well, and I eat a bunch of garbage, too. But some motherfucker went on there and gave it a thumbs down and ruined my perfect streak of a of 100% like likes on YouTube. I don't know who you are, but I will find you, and I will kill you. Um... As far as the audio play listens, 33 of the listens come or 33% of our listens come from Spotify, 24% come from Apple Podcast, and surprisingly, 64% of audio plays come from other sources besides those two. Which is that's more than both of them. Not both of them combined, but that's pretty awesome. Like 46 that's almost half. Half the audio listens come from random other audio sites that I'm not aware of. So thank you, Anchor. Big shout out to Anchor for spreading it out to all these different sites. Um, some other countries that, at least on the audio aspect of it, that have listened to this podcast include Russia, Poland, Germany, Italy, Bahrain, Malaysia, and the home country of Ireland. The homeland is listening. Um, throughout 52 episodes, I have had 27 guests. Eight of those guests have appeared for two, epi- or two different times. So 27 guests, eight of them have been on twice. And then I've done 23 solo episodes. So that is pretty, pretty damn awesome. In one year... We've done holiday specials. We had the the Christmas episode, the Halloween episode, a 4th of July episode. I went to war with Walmart. Not even sure I'd be legally allowed in a Walmart if they, if they heard how much I trashed them. And that's fine by me. Ban my ass. Um, damn, what else? A lot of positive messaging, man. Been trying to push out that positive message this whole time. You've heard a lot of my crazy stories. You've you've seen a lot of my my friends and family on this show share stories with each other and just get talk about whatever. It's been a hell of a ride, guys. It's been a great year, and it's only up from here. It's only going to get better. Um, another thing I want to do is recap the first episode and see just how much I stand by where I was a year ago from today. So I wrote down a few of the topics that I uh, talked about in that episode. First of all, this will never change. Talking at the urinal. We already know this. It's rule number one when you're pissing. Somebody comes and stands next to you. Never talk. And that and that's that's about as 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 good as it gets as far as, you know, sticking true to, to a year's commit a year's worth of talking. I'll stand by that every day. No, never talk at the urinal. Uh YOLO. 
the YOLO app or whatever where you can go on there and it's on spot on uh, Snapchat and you anonymously tell people what you think of them, which is typically just used to uh, to tell the girl what a thirst trap she is and how much you want to fuck her. Stand by that. And I still see it all the time, and I still hate it just as much as I did a year ago. Ladies, stop it. You hear me? Stop it. No more YOLO. Facebook commenting. Stand by that. Don't do it. It's not worth it. There's, you're not going to gain anything out of it. And here's the thing. Here's actually what I learned in a year, okay? The more you comment on things that piss you off, if it's a video or, or a topic that really burns you and and you comment on it and you get involved in an argument guess what the the algorithm understands that that's the type of of uh product you're tr- you want to intake because you're interacting with it so when you interact with negative videos negative uh just people or whatever like the uh different users on on uh facebook or i'm sure it's the same with twitter and tiktok and all that stuff the algorithm thinks that's what you want to interact with so it will automatically push those to the front of your feed so you're going to see more of that you know how i know that well not only because i've been told that but guess what in a year when I, I said I don't comment on a lot of stuff. The only time I really do is when I'm drunk or feeling dumb and just... But there's been plenty of times I've seen stuff that irritates me that I want to comment on and I decide, nah, not worth it. It's just a waste of time and energy. And guess what? In a year, my feed is literally nothing but things I enjoy. Because I'll like the... you know I, I hit like on the videos that I actually like. And I'll watch the full videos of things that I do like that are enjoyable to me rather than the things that negatively impact me. And now my feed is just full of positive energy and positive posting from positive groups. Hey, your negativity that you intake is because you interact with it. What does that tell you? That's the stuff you like. you like. You say, like, so many people are like, Oh man, I wish Facebook wasn't so negative. You're the one making it negative for you. You control what the what the algorithm feeds you. So stop that too. No more feeding into negativity. We only feed into positivity here. And that's the biggest lesson I've tried to preach this whole time. Um, of course, the infamous story of me choking on chicken. That was the title of the episode. Uh, that's probably the story people come up to me and tell me they love the most as far as like everything I've told on this podcast. I've had people just tell me who I didn't even know listened to it. They're like, oh man, I heard that one where you talked about choking and almost dying. I'm like, yeah. And so people really like that one. So that's a fun one. I'm glad that, that it was perfect that that got to be on the first episode. I wouldn't change it for the world. The number one message that was sent in that first episode that I stand by to this day, of course, be kind to others, man. Feel like what it... Or imagine what it's like to step in somebody else's shoes. Be kind to one another. Spread joy. Spread spread kindness. 
and just be overall positive because guess what hey here's something that you've heard a dozen times over the last year and i'm going to say it again positivity radiates positivity and you can you can bet on that but yeah cheers cheers you guys thank you so much for for this last year for everything you know just for if you watched and just and if you subscribed and followed and did all that thank you so much like i said man it's only going to get better from here. This last year for me has really just been a huge learning experience. And I honestly would, would, would say that this last year was kind of just a, a test run. It kind of like, it was me learning a lot. I learned a lot about editing. I learned a lot about promoting, about just audio quality and just overall everything. It's step-by-step step been a big learning experience. Uh, I feel like I've gotten a lot better at doing the solo episodes. I feel like I've gotten a lot better doing the guest episodes, uh, asking questions, all this. And it's it's still going to be learned. I'm going to keep on learning. It's not. It doesn't end here. But I think I'm a hell of a lot further than I was one year ago today. And it's only up from here, man. And another thing I want to say, too, is... First of all, thank you to every guest I've had on this episode. Thank you for coming and supplying this, this show with your stories, with your beliefs and the things you hold dear to you that you wanted to share to the world, your thoughts, your opinions. Thank you to all of you guys. The majority of my guests I've had on this year were my bonehead friends and my fucking criminal family, <laughs> which... Um, of course, I will definitely have them on still. I will have people back on. I will um, get more of my friends who have not been on yet. But here's what I really want to do for the upcoming year. I would like to get just everyday working people who do different types of jobs do or different types of hobbies so if anybody out there is interested in being on this podcast, hit me up. Let me know. We'll set it up. We'll make something happen. If you know somebody who you think would be good to be on this show, and that's, a, you know, that's another thing. I have a hard, you know, when I'm talking to my friends, I already know so much about them. It's really hard to like interview them and ask them questions and kind of, it's worked really well, but it's like, for me, I already know the answer to so many things. I want people I don't know their story. Find me, get me a doctor, get me a, a, a tattoo artist, someone who, who works in the you know construction. Uh, I want some crazy odd jobs, you know? I've had musicians on. Let's get athletes on here. Let's get um, chefs. You know, um, cr crazy hobbies, crazy jobs, something, dentist, massage therapist, I don't give a fuck. Get me an OnlyFans girl. Let's promote her stuff. Get me a freaking stripper. I want to hear her life story and what happened there. Let's get some wild people on here. Like a, a police officer, a fireman, an, uh, a paramedic they probably got some good stories to tell 
I don't want, you know, it, it, let's get some real heroes on here too. The 4th of July episode's coming up. The first guest I'm going to have on this show for season two, I want a military per. I want somebody in the military. I got a couple people in mind already. But see, that's the kind of, that's the kind of direction I want to try for this next season. Like I said, I'm still going to have my friends on. I'll still have my family members on if they're not in jail. And, uh, but let's get some, let's get some average Joes. Let's get some, some everyday people on here to tell some stories. And Hey, you know what? If you are one of those people, let me know. Tell me what you do. Tell me why you want to be on the show, why you think you're interesting to be on the show and what, what we can, you know, pitch me on it. I'm sure I'll say yes. Cause it helps me out, man. That's just more people to have on the show. And I got some, I got some ideas for some big guests as well. I got some other, some other people in mind to get some big guests on here. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's get some exciting guests on. If you know anybody, please let me know. And if you are somebody who wants to be on the show, let me know. And we'll, we'll have a hell of a year. So yeah, here we go, man. Into the second year. All right. So, let's talk about this week. What happened? Uh, just the other day, I went to a baseball game by myself. That's right. I, I tried to... So, okay. For our, our local minor league team, it's the first time they've been back in... Well, obviously, they didn't play last year. And I had only gone to like one or two games the year before that not knowing we weren't going to have them this last year. And it wasn't just COVID that stopped it. We thought we were going to like lose the baseball team for good. But they're back. They've been playing a couple weeks now. I've been wanting to go to a game. And I decided, it was Friday. I decided after work, go to a game, hang out, have some fun. I asked a couple people to go. Uh, they were unavailable to go. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to go by myself. And it's funny about that is on the last episode of my other podcast, Good Old Boys, check it out, available on YouTube and Spotify and Apple Podcast. Um, me and Mac were talking about like doing things on your own. And he thought that was just so strange and that he, he couldn't do that. And when I was going into the game, literally, like I said, by myself, I kind of thought about that. I was like, is this weird? Like, is what I'm doing weird? And I decided it's absolutely 100% not. Because if you can't enjoy your own company and just be by yourself, then you're the only person you have to live with, man. You're the only person that you always have to live with. And I got to tell you, I enjoy my company. On, on the episode, I actually I did make a good point that I thought of right on the spot, and that is... It's a good social challenge. I frequently go to the bar by myself. Usually it's to watch a game or, you know, there's something going on. I'm not just down there sitting alone drinking and I mean, I'll go have dinner by myself. I'll go sing karaoke by myself. It's usually to do something. I'm not just there doing nothing, but it's a social challenge because it, when you're in that setting, you're kind of forced to talk to people, whether that's just the bartender, your server, or if it's just a stranger sitting next to you. 
and it's a good experience. You know, you meet new people, and it's it's just a good kind of challenge to to make yourself more sociable. And I I was at the game. Uh, it was beautiful day out, perfect weather. Couldn't have been any better. They have great food, you know. Enjoyed myself a, a ball a ball game, Frank. And a Stang burger, which is incredible. Burger with a freaking slice of brisket on it. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, so, you know, and I was talking to people at the game. I'm just sitting here talking to mostly old people. But we're talking about baseball. We're talking about just small small talk things. It was awesome. Beer batter hit a, a, got a hit, so I got some discounted beers. Um, ended up leaving about fifth inning cause I, I wanted to go down and watch the, uh, Nuggets game, which, uh, let me tell you, it is not my month for sports. Nuggets ended up losing. They're down three, nothing. They're playing tonight. So by the, this will come out Monday. They're playing Sunday night. And so, for all we know, they might be done. They might have got swept. Hopefully not. Hopefully they uh, they can win the at least win one game. It's at home, so I, I really hope they can pull one out and save some face. Nikola Jokic, though, man, MVP, well deserved. I was calling this for months. And if I'm not mistaken, Landon, my brother, owes me fifty bucks because I bet him. Jokic was going to win the MVP over anybody. I bet, like, if anybody else would have won, he would have won 50 bucks. And he he shook on me 50 bucks, and I'm going to shake him down for it. But, yeah, my boy Jokic got the MVP. Congratulations to him. Too bad it's not going to help us any to win the series. Hey, who knows? Maybe we'll be the first team ever to come back down 3 nothing. Highly doubt it, but we have some faith. Um, and then the, the Colorado Avalanche, man, they disappointed me as well. The best team in the NHL, and they ended up losing to the Vegas Golden Knights in six games. We went up 2 nothing, and dropped four games in a row. Pretty disappointing. And you know what the thing is? Between the Nuggets and the Avalanche, they have the exact same problems. No defense. Um, just lack of effort, it feels like. It's like, act like you're in a championship game. Act like you're playing in the playoffs and you're trying to get to the title. And that's exactly what, like the first series, both teams showed exactly that. They looked strong. They looked like they had motivation. Second series, pfft, motivation out the window. It's just like, where is this lack of energy coming from? Why are we so lackadaisical on the on the ice and on the court it caused the avalanche to suffer and it looks like it's going to cause the nuggets the same fate so i am for you know very shortly going to be out of teams to watch i mean of course i'll end up watching the stanley cup and i'll watch the nba finals but won't get to watch my team for much my teams much longer which means all the focus Goes right into football, which is coming up soon. Thank God. Also, though, the sport that never fails for me, that's always around year yearly, 
UFC, baby. Went and watched the UFC fights last night. Great fights, man. Israel Adesanya beat Marvin Vittori. Good win. Um, Leon Edwards beat Nate Diaz. Nate almost with the comeback in the end. I was actually pulling for Nate. I'm not a huge Nate Diaz fan. But he's a huge fan favorite. He almost pulled out the win. That was very exciting. Um, Brandon Moreno, man. God, that was awesome to see that. I, I, I probably watched his his victory speech three or four times today because there's so much emotion in that. And you could just feel his his joy and and the hard work and dedication he put into earning that title. So cheers to Brandon Moreno, man. Great, great win. First ever Mexican-born UFC champion. And then uh, who? Uh, I can't remember the dude's name. I think it was his first fight in the UFC. Knocked a guy out in seven seconds. That was awesome. Paul Craig, the Scotsman, shares the last name of the, of the crest, the Craig crest. Fucking snapped Jeremiah Hill's arm. Well, actually, actually, apparently it didn't break. He just dislocated it. But that was disturbing. Dude's arm was literally bending the wrong way. So that was rough to watch. But my kin, Paul Craig, picked up the win. It was a fun night. Uh, went out with my cousin Aaron and, my, uh, and, and Mac and his wife, Savannah. So that was a lot of fun. We had, we had a good time last night. So it was an overall good weekend. Sports sports wise, I mean, granted, besides the Nuggets and all that and the Avalanche. Mm. Do you want to wish a belated happy birthday to uh, Justin, my my friend and guitar player in the band? Also, though, same day as Justin's birthday, our other guitar player Drew and his girlfriend Carolyn. Congratulations to you two. On your beautiful new baby girl. And now her and Justin share a birthday. And that's really awesome. So, um, welcome to the world. Just it was, It's been a great weekend, man. It's been a great week. Uh, the band, the, that was another thing. I listened to the first episode. And it was so crazy because the band hadn't even played its first show. In a year, we've played four shows now. We just put out a recording by the way I'll get to that in just a second and uh, we, we put out we had a photo shoot we put out some new photos so a lot of stuff going on there with the band and yeah so so we did this recording this was a couple weeks ago I, I remember I don't know if you remember I was talking about something that the band was doing that I necessarily wasn't going to talk about well it ha- it came out we uh, made a live recording. Big shout out to uh, Nick Miles over at Homegrown. That dude has a bitching setup. It's like in this in this back area. He's got speakers. God damn! It's just the the quality of the of the equipment that he has lighting cameras um the the pa system the mix board all that dude 
So it was a live recording. We, we recorded it about five or six times. And then we kind of just picked out the best one that we thought was, was going to be the, the best one. He edited together a video that was just awesome. It looks really good. It sounds awesome. The song is Divine Intervention. One of my favorite songs that we play. And, um... Yeah, so... If you haven't checked it out yet, go check it out on our Facebook page. You can check out the new photos. Which, by the way, thank you to Craig Boyer Jr., who has been on the show twice now. He was on last week. He took the photos... Um, our buddy Anthony took some photos too. Well, we're going to upload those uh, uh, later on here. Great photo session. And then, yeah, go check out that recording. It is bomb. It, it sounds great. Very, very happy with that. And I think somewhere down the line, we are planning on recording a few more songs with him. And we'll probably end up releasing a demo tape. So big things to come, guys. Big things to come. Pub station's opening up. Hopefully we can play some shows at the pub. Um, we're, we're going to take a little bit of a break just cause Drew did just have his baby. We want to let him have some time with the kiddo and, uh, get, get acclimated to that. And then it's, it's just going to be a show, show stop summer, man. We're going to try and hit up some, as many shows as we possibly can. Honestly, concert season is now it's, we're in the middle of concert season. So... It's going to be a great season for, for music. Um, I actually do want to talk about the song that we, that we did because, okay. So it was a while back. I, I, I did like a reading of the lyrics of one of our songs, God forsaken. So I figured I kind of do the same with this one since you can actually hear it a little bit clearer. It's got a better recording quality. Um, so I kind of just tell you about what the song's about the meaning behind it, the uh, kind of elude upon the lyrics a little bit more, or elaborate a little bit more. Um, I've talked about this before. I don't necessarily like giving away the message of a song because I like the individual who's listening to make their own message. But some people like to to know the actual meaning and what the, the songwriter was had in their head when they wrote the song. So, without further ado, the I will give you the meaning of our new song, Divine Intervention. So, the song is essentially about the powerful, like the, the top percentage of people who basically run the world, who... Um, I mean, you can, you can really break it down however you want. It can literally be... You know, the rich and powerful, the Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk's, um, you know, the guys who basically run the world, essentially. You could talk, I mean, it doesn't have to be the rich. It could be the power, you know, presidents, leaders, politicians, all these type of people who, who basically run our lives and kind of control what the lesser, the lesser man who doesn't really have any power, they kind of dictate what you think, feel, 
uh, how you, you know, you could, you could relate it to media. You could, I mean, you could literally break it down into the smallest form and let, you know, your boss down to you as, as an employee, like it can be broken down into a smaller level. It could be broken down into a, a social structure where there are like, you, like I said, the media who kind of socially dominate the, the, the masses, the kind of thing, you know, social domination. Basically, it's just the power structure is what it's talking about. It talks about, like I said, those in power attempting to at least control those not in power. So the lyrics, the, the first verse is, um, it's living in strife, the poverty, the sickened, the deaf and the blind, beaten alive, given false hope, and still left behind. This is one of my favorite lyric songs. Like lyrically, this is one of my favorite songs that I've ever done. So basically that verse is talking about the, the um, not empowered people. So again, it's uh, living in strife, the poverty, the sickened, the deaf and the blind, beaten alive by the, you know, beaten alive by those above them, given false hope and still left behind. You know, dangling that carrot, giving false hope, but still, you know, it's not about it's not about you. You're just a pawn in the game. The chorus. Well, let me skip the chorus for a second. We'll go to the second verse. The second verse is, "You're all alike, politics, preachers, what money can buy, destined to rise. You're no immortal. You're dead inside." One of my favorite lyrics again. I love that lyric. You're no immortal. You're dead inside. Now this this verse talks about those in power. You're all alike. Politicians. Preachers. That includes, you know, anybody who preaches. Anybody who, who thinks they have knowledge or who, who try and preach their knowledge on you. Whether that's religion, political, media. Politics, preachers, what money can buy. Money can buy anything, right? So it's the rich, the powerful. Uh, they're destined to rise, right? Because power is only destined to rise and become more powerful. But you're no immortal. You're dead inside. Soulless. The soulless of the world. Um, and then you have the chorus. So the chorus is obviously the part that repeats. The chorus is... Now that I see your intentions in mind, um, hang on. Oh, sorry. Okay. So the, the chorus is, now that I see your intentions in mind, fever is running and all time high on a mountain increasing with pride. Fuck brain fart. It's hard. To, it's hard to remember when I'm not singing it. High on a mountain, increasing with pride, always self-righteous, and so divine. So let's break that down. Um, now that I see your intentions in mind, speaking about the, the lesser, you know, just... There, there has been really an influx of knowledge in, you know, and us being able to kind of see through the, through the veil that 
that has, you know, kind of been tried to put be put upon us, put over us. Now that I see your intentions in mind, fever is running an all-time high. So that's actually one lyric, and then I use high as a, as like a switch. So it, it, it reads, fever is running an all-time high. Meaning the temperature's rising. We're starting to get, we're getting wise to your bullshit. We're getting wise to you. We know what's up. We know what you're trying to do. We're not your puppets, man. Um, and then of course the high, like I said, is used as a, as a one word between both lines. So it's high on a mountain, increasing with pride, always self-righteous and so divine. That's talking about obviously the, uh, the powerful. You're high on a mountain, increasing with pride. You're always self-righteous and so divine. And therefore, divine is, uh, when I say divine intervention, the word divine is in reference to the powerful. You, you think you're godlike. You think you are, you have the god complex. You think you're powerful and divine and this over, this, this, this hierarch being over, over the, the peasants and the, the lesser of us. And that's also what, you know, the words divine intervention are never used in the song, but it, it perfectly tells the story of what the song is about because it's, so if divine is, if the word divine is in reference to the powerful, we're having a divine intervention. We're intervening upon the powerful. You could look at it both ways. It could be an intervention like we're telling you enough's enough or you could say we're going to intervene on the divine and it's it's not going to be this power structure so then there's the bridge and the bridge I'll just break down line by line it goes keep us in debt fill us with dread so catatonic we keep bowing our heads that could very well be you know that's just the talking head you know Really talking a lot about the media in that one. Well, I guess you could... T it's all of it. Because you keep us in debt. That's the powerful. You know, we keep the money. You stay poor. Keep us in debt. And then, you know, if we're dangling the money in front of you, you know, we're the ones who are the puppets. You know, you have the power. You have the control over us. You have the money. We need the money. Keep us in debt. Fill us with dread. The fear-based media. So catatonic, we keep bowing our heads. We're so complacent. All these things keep us complacent. Uh, the next line is... So catatonic, keep bowing our heads. Um, no breath to wind, no leg to stand. Genesis said we must use our own hands. One of my favorite little lines that I stuck in there. So no breath to wind, no voice to speak. No leg to stand. We have no, you know, there's no ground for us to stand upon to to stand against this hierarchy or this 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 power. These powerful people, um, or I should say, the people who hold power on us. Like I said, it like it can be on the smaller scale. It can be on a larger scale. Um, Genesis said we must use our own hands. That is a fun, clever line. I thought of based upon the 
the song Land of Confusion by the band Genesis, which is a very similar song. That song is basically talking about the exact same thing. The power structure, the wealthy, and, and, the, and the common man rising up to not be uh, looked as, as the bottom dwellers. And so, and in the song, in, in Land of Confusion, if you're not aware, it goes, this is the world we live in. These are the hands we're given. Use them to keep on trying, or use them to keep on fighting, or to make this a world worth living in. If I, I probably fucked that up, but you get the idea. So Genesis said we must use our own hands. It's just a little f- clever line from that, from that song. Um, the next line is... Uh, Genesis said we must use our own hands. You're out of time, walking the line, going to pay for your unholy crime. Again, talking about, you know, your time is up. The jig is up. And then going to pay for your unholy crime. Again, the the comparison to the divine, unholy. Just a nice little uh, wordplay there. And then the last line in the in the bridge is... Look to the sky, you can't deny, judgment is calling, indemnify. So, it's, again, the jig is up. Look to the sky, you can't deny, judgment is calling, judgment will be cast upon you, because you are the wicked. And of course, you know, let me just preface this by saying, obviously not all the powerful people are bad. This is in reference to those who look to control. This is in reference to all the powerful people who are attempting to seek power literal power over others there are people in power who don't seek pa- to seek to have power over people that's who this is referencing though is the is the obviously the evil and then the last course is a double course so it's now that i see your intentions in mind fever is running an all-time high are high on a mountain, increasing with pride, always self-righteous, and so divide us and conquer to keep us in line. Illumination is on the rise of the weak and the steady decline of the ever self-righteous and so divine. So that last line in the in the in the last chorus, uh, divide us to conquer and keep us in line. Pretty straightforward. Illumination is on the rise. Again, talking about where the jig is up. We know we're, we're figuring it out. More information available to us. Uh, and then again, rise is used as a double, as a one word switch. So it's rise of the weak and the steady decline of the ever self-righteous and so divine. So just, just capping it all off. Like, you know, we're, it, it's, it's honestly, you can very easily compare it to that, very highly significant line from the from the movie Bugs Life when Hopper the leader of the Grasshopper says they outnumber us a hundred to one and if they ever figure that out there goes our way of life that's a perfect example of what the song is about the masses can overthrow you know it's not about overthrowing the government or overthrowing it's about overthrowing the power dynamic and to and to wean out those who seek to control us and have power over us again whether that's socially politically religious spiritually 
any type of person who who looks to control you for for their own self-benefit that's what this song is about so i hope that's enlightening i hope that helps uh if you go to listen to the song that gives you a little bit more uh meaning to it and kind of now you actually know the lyrics too i mean it's it's easier to hear and now when you know them you can kind of you know it's it's with any song really once you know the lyrics when you hear them it's hard to unhear them so yeah go now if you've heard the song before and now you know the meaning go back and check it out and see if it uh how you feel about it now so yeah there, there it is. Divine Intervention. Go check it out. We're going to get a YouTube channel, so we're going to have it available on there soon. Uh, I'm sure that's coming within a very short time. That will be right around the corner. Um, so another thing that I will say, I watched that Friends reunion. On HBO Max, they did a Friends reunion show. Basically, it was all the cast members, along with some some of the smaller cast members, some guest stars, the producers, the directors, and they they came together. They were back on the old set, reminiscing old stories, just like talking about episodes. It was it was it was great. It, it was cool to see. I'm a huge Friends fan. I really liked that show. I've seen it through all, all the way several times and it's just cool to see all those people back after so long you know and if you haven't seen it go check it out HBO Max I can't say enough about HBO Max so yeah check that out it, it, was, it was fun it was cool to see now the biggest takeaway that I got from watching that reunion show is I am not looking forward to aging. Honestly, the women, the women have aged pretty well. I thought Lisa Kudrow looked amazing. Jennifer Aniston, of course, always looks amazing. Courtney Cox basically is part android at this point she's she looks like a, a porcelain doll no disrespect to her i love her she's oops she's gorgeous but i've never been a fan of plastic surgery and botox and all that she she doesn't look like she can actually make a smile or she has a permanent smile it's kind of creepy and it's sad to see because you know in that world i'm you know I'm, of course looks or everything and i imagine when you're viewed as like this beauty icon for so long and you're, everyone's telling you how beautiful you are you see this so much with like just these sex symbols or models like people who are young models who get older like Mad madonna's one you've seen you know so many people who who just end up doing all these surgeries and you know whatever eyebrow lifts and fucking Botox injections n nose jobs I don't know if Jen's had any work done she might have 
but I think she might have had some work done on her nose. I don't know. But it's just, it kind of is depressing to see that. Now, on the other hand, oh my god. And this is why I am not looking forward to the aging process, because all the guys look like fucking train wrecks. I mean, no disrespect again, but damn, time was not kind to those guys. And you see it a lot, you know, you see it in, in all, in so many celebrities where, except for Brad Pitt, the ageless wonder. And then you got like Paul Rudd, the ageless wonder. But yeah, I mean, those guys just look like hammered shit. They're, they're all way bigger. They're all, yeah. It's rough to say the least. But I mean I don't know. It, it's it's it is what it is, right? I mean it's that's just what I saw. I was like, "Damn, dude." Cuz then they show flashback, they show old episodes, and that's 20 years. It's it's like it's a long time, really. But yeah, they they show old episodes and you see how young they are. And, like, that's the image you have of them because you've seen them like that in that setting so many times. And then you see them older and you're like, damn, dude. Way different. Now, I was thinking about it. Why does, has Jennifer Aniston been able to avoid this aging process? She looks so goddamn hot still. I mean, I... A hundred percent... She's one of my top celebrity crushes. Always has been. Still is. She's still a, a dime piece. Bombshell. And I was thinking about it. What about... Her? And, and like I said, Lisa Kudrow still looks great for her age. And if I, if I remember right, I might be wrong. I think they were all about the same age, I guess. So they're all about, you know, in, the, in their 50s. Because I think Jen Aniston is 52... 51, 52, somewhere in there. And, uh, but it, it clicked to me. I figured out why she has been able to maintain this, this, her, her, her appearance for so long. And it's because she doesn't have any kids. Ding. She's never had the stress or the time consumption of a child. She has all the time in the world to diet, work out, go have fun, not experience stress. She can go on vacation whenever she wants. She can go do whatever she wants. She's stress-free. No kids. That's the answer. So what is my motivation to ever have kids? I see what those guys look like. Obviously, I mean, you look at a guy like Joe Rogan, who's 52 and still built like a fucking brick shit house. He's got two kids. And he spends a lot of time with his kids. He's just a man possessed who who's a workout fiend. And even he's got the belly. You know, he's still got the belly. And you could definitely tell the difference between him when he was younger and when he was older. And there's plenty of guys who are older who don't stay in shape. And obviously those guys are not, you know, action stars. Because you look at a guy like Robert Downey Jr. Genetics play a huge thing in it. 
of course, it's not the only reason why Jen Aniston is smoking hot still and why those guys look like trash trash bags filled with mango pulp. But I thought that was a funny thing to think about is the fact she has no kids and she's the best looking of them all with probably the least amount of work done. She has mo I feel like she has the like most natural body out of any of them except for maybe Lisa Kudrow. Again, but yeah, no, it was, it was fun. It was fun to watch that reunion. And uh, I'm, I'm just play, making jokes. One of my favorite shows I've seen, like I said, I've seen that show so many times. And it's still relevant today. I, it made me want to watch some old episodes, so I did. And I'm like, damn, these are just, it's, it's still funny. It's still relevant. I still laugh. Chandler is my favorite character from that show. Funniest guy on the show. Um, what else? Let me think. I don't know. I think that'll wrap it up. I think we can we can close with that. One year anniversary, guys. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. I'm so happy that we did it. We've made it one full year. And like I said, here's to another year of the Life's a Garden podcast. Please, if you haven't, like, share, but most importantly, subscribe. That is, you know, it, it just, it makes it to where you can always stay updated on content. It's just good numbers for me to have. It, it really helps me out. Um, so yeah, like, share, subscribe. Follow on Spotify, on Apple Podcast. Share with a friend. Ask a friend. Again, here's the big thing. Here's what I'm looking for now. I need more guests. People with interesting hobbies. People with interesting jobs. If you're one of these people, if you know one of these people, hit me up. Just on Facebook, Instagram, whatever your mode of contact is. I'm not going to give out my phone number. Nothing like that. So Facebook's probably your best bet. And... um yeah, I mean, let's let's get some 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 average people, you know, not average people, but like everyday working people. Don't give me like a freaking, I mean, I don't know, it might be fun to have a McDonald's worker on here. But don't give me like some desk jockey who files papers. I'm I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for like interesting jobs. Artists, musicians, athletes, day, you know, day laborers. I, and like I said, it, it can, if you know somebody who has like an insane story, someone who's been to prison, somebody who's, uh, somebody who's grows weed, who's who's growing weed right now, or somebody who who freaking is in a gang, or who 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 used to be in a gang, somebody who who uh, is from another country. Like I said, a military person, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Just a carny. Get me a carny, for God's sakes. There's, there's a ton of interesting people out there whose stories need to be told. Get me a mortician. Get me a freaking, get me a freaking race car driver. I don't know. Get me a, get me a, Trying to think of some other crazy jobs. Yeah, and, uh, give me somebody who... Uh, 
digs gr give me a grave digger get me a freaking a CEO of a company I don't know something crazy something or, or like I said somebody who has a wild story somebody who has a crazy hobby all this stuff fun stuff to have so hit me up let me know and we'll make it happen or hell if you just want to be on the show for the hell of it let me know I don't give a fuck we'll do it uh thank you very much again for one full year man this is a year's worth of thank yous all in one of course stay positive stay motivated do your best in life in everything you do it'll make you a better person smile spread positivity the world is yours to uh, to do with what you please. So it, your 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 life, your your future, everything that you do, it all relies on one person, you. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is close this episode out with our new so with a with a, a snippet of our new song. So the song I talked about, Divine Intervention. I'm going to close the episode with that. Hope you enjoy it. Go check out the full song on our Facebook page, on the Homegrown Facebook page. And, uh, yeah. As always, for the first time in Season 2, don't forget, life's a garden. Dig it.